Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I'm going to talk with you today about different ways that I have found to be able to reset my nervous system in order to try to better handle stress. And we're just going to dig in. I'm going to talk a little bit about hypervigilance and my experience with that and different ways that I have found to combat that feeling and then also just to be able to manage my own stress levels. And this has helped me to be able to find healing with health issues that I have had because I what I realized was that chronic stress and being in that chronic sense of fight or flight was making my health issues significantly worse. So we're going to go ahead and just get started with that. Welcome to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast. This podcast is for moms who are parenting differently able children. Maybe you desire to switch to a more natural lifestyle to improve your family's health, but you have no idea where to start. You're longing for more routines and time, but every time you try to implement those tips that you've spent hours researching, you realize that they don't work for your family dynamics. Hi, I'm Ashley. In this podcast, we will focus on implementing routines, switching to a more natural lifestyle, and uprooting those old mindsets that are keeping you stuck so that you can plant yourself firmly in the truth that Jesus offers you. Our focus will be on creating small, customizable changes that will build upon one another over time to create real impact in your life. If you want to hear from a mama who has been raising several children with special needs and who knows how important it is to do this in a way that's sustainable and that doesn't add to your overwhelm, then this is the podcast for you. Pop in those earbuds, reheat that coffee for the third time, and let's go. I do want to mention really quickly that there are a few different signs that you can look for. There are obviously more than what I'm going to list, but these are just a few that I have experienced. These are signs that you're looking for that possibly your um, nervous system is just overstimulated and you really need to work on resetting it. And so a few of those things would be like if you're constantly feeling anxious and maybe it's not about a specific thing. It's just kind of that constant feeling of anxiety and like you're tense and you're on edge. Another thing would be if you struggle to sleep, if you're having insomnia, your body can't, it just cannot relax and rest at night. And then also if you notice that you startle very easily. So someone just walking up behind you just causes you to jump um, much more easily than it would someone else. That could also be a sign of it. And then also if you struggle to sit still. So if you feel like you can't actually sit and relax or you feel like you always have to be doing something, these are a few of the things that could be a sign. Obviously, some of these things could be signs of other things as well. However, you can evaluate yourself and see if you feel like that could be possibly what's going on. Okay, I want to talk a little bit about what I have experienced, and it's a word that actually really resonates with me, and that's the word hypervigilance. And it's something that I have really experienced in my motherhood because I have children who are not risk adverse at all. They really don't understand that certain things can be dangerous. And so they are also sensory seekers. So they love to climb. They love to jump. If I give them an, an opportunity, they will run away from me, you know, in, the, in a busy place. So what I have found is that I really was experiencing that feeling of having to be hypervigilant because I was constantly afraid that something was going to happen to my children. And one way that we have kind of combated that was just we have created different safety measures in our home. We have a privacy fence around our property and we have different types of locks and things like that to help make sure that our children are safe. And so that is obviously one way of dealing with it, but it doesn't necessarily deal with 
that feeling of like, oh my goodness, I constantly have to be on alert for something to happen. Because obviously even within within our home and within the safety measures that we have set, something can still happen. So I had to figure out a way to essentially help my body to be able to settle, to calm down, to feel safe. And I have found just a few different ways that have really helped me with kind of resetting my my nervous system. We're going to talk a lot today about the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve is the main nerves that make up your parasympathetic nervous system. And so it's responsible for things like digestion, things for like, like regulating your immune system, and also regulating your heart rate. So a lot of these things that I'm going to share today actually work on stimulating your vagus nerve so that your body can come into that state of come out of fight or flight and come into that state of rest and digest. I'm just going to go ahead and get started with them. The first thing I would say is deep breathing. And with this specifically, in order to stimulate your vagal nerve, you actually need to do diaphragmatic breathing. And so this is where you're actually breathing from your diaphragm. So what I like to do is actually lay my hands on my abdomen whenever I breathe in, and then I want to make sure that it's my abdomen that is raising whenever I take that deep breath in and not my chest, because I want to be breathing in from there. So I love to do that. And then what you also want to do when you're doing diaphragmatic breathing in order to help to stimulate your vagal nerve and then also to calm your body is you want to make sure that you are exhaling longer than you are inhaling. That's actually going to help your body to come into that relaxed state. So I love to do just, I mean, even 30 seconds, 30 seconds to a minute of diaphragmatic breathing can make a world of difference in your body and being able to um, just be able to cope with stress. It's helping your body to realize it's safe. It's coming out of that fight or flight. And then you're able to, a lot of times, if you're getting very stressed and overwhelmed while dealing with parenting your children and things like that, it's going to just help you to calm down enough where you can really come at the situation from a more calm and reasonable point of view. The second thing that I like to do is a pose called legs up the wall. I do want to take a moment and just say I'm not really into new age types of things. That's not something that I practice in my home. And so I know a lot of times with yoga that can really fall into new age types of things. However, this is something that I have found. I'm, I'm not doing yoga. I'm actually doing this specific pose. And it's because I've actually done the research on it to see scientifically why is it actually lowering my cortisol levels? Why is it helping to uh, help me to feel less stressed? And after doing that, I felt good about continuing to practice this. However, obviously, you know, use prayer and discernment on what you feel is best for you to do. But I love to do this. Actually, my favorite time to do it is at night whenever I'm getting ready to go to sleep because I have found whenever I consistently do it, it actually helps me to fall asleep a lot faster. And I'm already laying in bed anyways. The head of my bed is against a wall. I'll just scoop myself up and I will put my legs up on the wall by my bed and I'll just lay there for five to ten minutes. So obviously legs up the wall, if you don't know what it is, you can also look it up and you'll see a picture of the pose. But basically, you want to lay down on a flat surface. The goal is to eventually get your bottom as close to the wall as possible, but you do it at whatever comfort level you have, and then you literally just put your legs up on the wall. And so the great thing about this is that this actually activates your parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest and digest. Basically, the parasympathetic nervous system controls your body's ability to relax. 
It has been also shown to help to lower cortisol levels, which is your stress hormone. So if you can actually take the time and just, it's great to do it a few times a day. Like if you could do five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the evening, this is a great way to help turn on that parasympathetic nervous system and help to lower your cortisol levels and help you to actually feel a relief from stress. And also it has a tons of other amazing health benefits. I know that it also is great at stimulating the flow of your lymphatic fluid. And there are various health benefits with that. What happens is your body is in a very vulnerable position when you're laying like that. And so your body, it sends a signal to your body, basically telling your body that obviously if we're laying like this, then we must be safe. And so it's letting your brain know, okay, if, if she feels like it's okay to lay in this position, then there must not be any kind of threat. And so therefore we can turn off that fight or flight and we can relax. And that's what actually happens. And I have found whenever I do this before bed, I fall asleep significantly faster. I wind down a lot faster and also I sleep a lot deeper. So if you're struggling with that insomnia, I would highly recommend trying this before bed. And like I said, you can read up on some tutorials on how to do it. You always want to do it at your comfort level. You don't want to be sitting in a position that's causing you pain or if you have any kind of health issue or anything like that, you need to take those types of things into consideration. Like if you have issues with your legs or your hips, those various things. But it is something that I have found very, very beneficial for me. The third thing would be weighted blankets. So this is just basically like deep pressure stimulation, which can promote relaxation. There's not a ton of studies on it, but I would say like more anecdotal people who have just found it to be very beneficial for them, especially if you have some type of sensory processing disorder or you have sensory sensitivities, which I do. I have found it to be just very helpful in calming my nervous system. And one thing that I want to say is that typically it's recommended that you do 10% of your body weight in a weighted blanket. So if you are looking for a weighted blanket, I would try to aim for 10% of your body weight in the, the weight that you get. But it's something that I also use with my kids. I have some kids who love it and who really sleep a lot better and who will fall asleep faster whenever we use it with them. And then I have other kids who really don't like blankets, so they don't tolerate it that well. I do think it would be it would be helpful for them if they could tolerate the blankets, but they just don't like blankets. So that's also a great tool to use for your children if you're not already. Um, we've also used weighted vests and different things like that. But I do love the weighted blanket, even for myself and my husband both, um, not just for our children. It is a great tool for your kids too. For number four, I would say laughing. Just making time to laugh every single day. We have the entire internet now. We can find videos and things like that that make us laugh. You know, doing something fun with our kids that makes us laugh. We can find just finding opportunity every single day for something that makes us laugh. One thing that I like to do is dry bar comedy. I like them. I feel like most, I've not seen anything that's not clean from them. I'm not saying it's not out there, but I've never seen it. So even if I'm like, I don't know, I feel like I need a good laugh, but I don't really know of anything, then I will just go look up dry bar comedy videos on YouTube and watch those and laugh. It's a great stress reliever. It's just going to boost those feelings of happiness and just help you to be able to relax and enjoy your day. Five for me would be getting out in nature. Specifically, if you can combine walking, which is also great at managing stress levels, if you can combine walking out in nature, that is a great way to reset your nervous system. 
And then to go along with that would be number six, which is gardening. And I personally have found this to be an immensely helpful stress reliever. And I am going to do a little bit more of an in-depth podcast on mental health and physical health benefits of gardening. And it has been shown to improve anxiety and depression as well. Getting out in the sunshine is amazing for you. You're getting that natural vitamin D from the sun. And you're also getting into, especially if you're gardening, you're getting into the soil, you're exposing yourself to the microbes and that. It has such amazing health benefits. And then also you're just getting to enjoy the beauty of nature. When we are parenting our children, a lot of times we just lose our own hobbies and our own interests because we are so focused on helping our children. And so that is one thing that I have found to be so helpful in me, for me, is starting with gardening is because I was able to pick up a hobby that I love, that I also found beneficial to my physical and mental health, that I also could include my kids in on and that they're starting to get a love for that as well. And there's just been so many different benefits to it. Obviously, we're getting a better quality food. Anyways, (laughs) I'm starting to get a little bit too far into my episode on gardening, so I'll stop there. But I do want to say that I do think gardening, just both of those combined together, five and six, walking in nature or getting out and gardening, I think both of those are amazing ways to help to reset your nervous system. Number seven would be, these are very specific ways that I have read on activating the vagus nerve. And basically your vagus nerve is going to counterbalance your fight or flight. So we want to try to activate that so that we're coming out of that fight or flight. So a few things that have been proven to activate or stimulate your vagus nerve are things like singing, like humming, um, doing that diaphragmatic breathing that I talked about, and also gargling. All four of those things actually activate your vagus nerve. So it's extremely beneficial. Just walk around and start humming a song, singing with your kids. You can make it fun. These are all different things that don't really take that long. It's just about being intentional about actually doing them. And then number eight, which is the last one, I would say is reducing screen time. You know, I've done an episode, I believe it was episode number, it was episode number 14. And I talked about screen time and the effects it has on our children. But the reality is a lot of those same things, it has the same effect on us. So it tends to be extremely overstimulating. It tends to increase cortisol levels. It tends to make us feel typically like most of us don't scroll social media and get off and feel less stressed and feel relaxed and happy with our lives. That's just not the reality. I'm not saying it doesn't happen occasionally, but it's not going to be your typical experience with it. So it can just be very overstimulating as well. The The lights on our phones, the blue lights on our phone can be very overstimulating, which I do think in num- episode number 15, I shared a hack for... Um, how to get the blue light off of your phone, put your phone in grayscale mode. And I did share that, which is helpful for me as well. But in general, too much screen time, I have found for me personally, if I have too much screen time, I am very overstimulated and I'm very overwhelmed. And I have, I've had to really pay attention to different signs in myself, but I have realized and kind of put that correlation together. So if you find yourself feeling constantly overwhelmed and overstimulated, almost like touched out, And like, you're just like right on the edge of like, you're just constantly nervous or you just feel right on the edge, like wound up. Um, I would honestly try to limit screen time and see if you notice a correlation with that. 
And, you know, especially also if you're dealing with insomnia and then you're using screens, especially if you don't have it on grayscale or you don't have blue light blocking glasses and you're using screens in the evening and then you're struggling to sleep, it's very possible that that is contributing to your inability to sleep because that blue light is suppressing your melatonin levels. So for me, that's something that I really have to pay attention to. So that is all that I have. Those eight different ways that I have found to be helpful in just resetting my nervous system and helping me to overcome and handle stress. And like I said, that feeling of having to be hypervigilant, of feeling like we're constantly battling for our kids. The thing we have to realize is that it is not helping anyone around us for us to be in a chronic state of fight or flight. It is not helping our children for us to be stressed out and overwhelmed. And the thing we we really can make an effort to do like small things. Like I said, doing the the diaphragmatic breathing. If you, you could take two minutes a day, do it for 60 seconds in the morning, 60 seconds at night. The legs up the wall, you could do it for, it would take you 10 minutes a day, five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night. Going out and gardening or on a walk, if you struggle with your schedule, in, including your kids in this with you, there are just different ways that you can get creative and just start doing it. And like I always say, I don't recommend doing all eight of these at the same time. Don't start all eight of them at once because you're never going to stick with it. But maybe you pick one thing and you start with that and you get consistent with it and then you add in another and then you add in another. That's what I have found to be very helpful for me. I understand we're already stressed out, overwhelmed. The idea of like, oh, I need to implement these eight things in my life so that I can feel less stressed. That's not going to work for us. Um, That's just going to leave us more stressed. So pick the one that feels like it's the most doable for you and just start doing that one. I have found for myself whenever I'm very consistent with at least doing a few of these things, I just feel so much more relaxed. And I feel like the things that would normally get me very stressed out and overwhelmed just don't anymore. I have a lot more of a stress, a tolerance for stress, basically. And I need that in my daily life. And I'm sure you do as well. And that's why I'm sharing this with you is because I want you to be able to have that stress tolerance where you can take on and handle things from so much of a better place, from a calm place and not from a stressed out, overwhelmed, reacting. I'm in fight or flight. Everything's burning down. I don't know what to do because I know I've been there many times and it's not a good place to live. It doesn't feel good. We don't make the best decisions when we're in that place. And I want us to just be able to be calm, pray through things and ask the Lord, you know, ask the Lord for direction, not just be reacting because that our body is in that fight or flight mode. So I hope this was really helpful for you. If you are planning to do one of these, you're going to start with one of them this week. Please share with me what it is. You can DM me on Instagram. You can find me over on Facebook or you can email me. All of that is linked in the show notes below. And I can't wait to talk to you guys next time. Hey, before you go, if you found value in today's episode or you learned something new, would you take a minute to share with someone else that you know would be blessed by it? I would also love it if you would leave me a review. This lets me know that you're enjoying the show and I love hearing from you. You can connect with me further over on Facebook or Instagram. Until next time, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constantly in prayer. Romans 12, 12.